0: All right, peace and love, everyone. Uh, Another episode here of the Mind Body Energy and Balance podcast. Uh, Audio and everything good. Oh, Mm -hmm. can you hear me? I hit my. Why this thing blinking? (laughs) The microphone. I hit it and the it started blinking. I don't know if that was a pause or what, but anyway, welcome to reality podcasting, y'all. so, Mind, Body, Energy, and Balance, I'm your host, Samut, uh, and um, here with my producer extraordinaire and co-host, Flaw 700. What's up, Flaw?
1: Hey, what's going on? Happy Father's Day to the fathers out there.
0: Absolutely. Happy Father's Day, y'all. Let's celebrate that. Before we get into it, uh, I want to open the uh, episode as we always do given praise and honor to those great ancestors upon whose shoulders that we stand, Uh, all technology, all civilization uh, attributes created by the ancestors of African people. We give you great salute, honor, and praise uh, for it were not for your wisdom, your healing, your care, your uh, tenacity and ingenuity. We would not be here. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's a father's day weekend it's a juneteenth weekend and i know that's dating this episode but uh it's historical you know we gotta like make sure that we keep everything in order and add historical documentation to what it is that we're doing juneteenth weekend did you do anything for juneteenth Flo?
1: i do something every year for juneteenth since uh
0: is your birthday
1: I don't. There was this big thing, like this big boom. Like there have Mm -hmm. been some that have been educated on Juneteenth since uh you know Mm -hmm. the beginning of time. But then there was this big boom, like two, three years ago. I don't know if you noticed it, Mm -hmm. where everybody seemed to know about Juneteenth, right? And everybody was doing Mm -hmm. something. It was just we're going to just buy black today. We're just going to do something black today. Mm -hmm. So Juneteenth has. Been a thing for the last three years. COVID, when, I think it was around the COVID time where everybody right. got to Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the many things that uh, I I do is um, we buy from Black owned businesses. We only eat Black owned business like food. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to Alame's, uh you know, mm-hmm. downtown, and buy a platter and and you know buy shirts. But you want to, I think we want to keep that same energy. If that's Mm what um because the counterpart of Juneteenth is our July 4th. And right, right. A lot of times black people get criticized because they celebrate July 4th. Mm -hmm. And in a sense, technically, I'll be honest, black people do not celebrate July 4th. What they celebrate is a day off.
0: That's right. You better talk (laughs) about it.
1: it is it wasn't until recently that a few uh employers started to give off their workers for the Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Some people do still. Some people still have to work. Mm-hmm. Fortunately for me, mm-hmm. uh, Juneteenth was one of the kickers as to what motivated me to want to do my own thing. You mm-hmm. know, uh, forgetting honestly, like working on Martin Luther King Day was one of the things where I was just like, wait, what am I doing? Something's ain't something's not right here. Um, so Juneteenth has been um, a motivating factor in my journey. One of the motivating factors in my journey to celebrate it, to not work mm-hmm. on that day, to do whatever mm-hmm. it is I want to do on that day. So, right, um, and June, so Juneteenth has been playing a part in my uh life in the last few years. So, mm-hmm. I'm ready for mm-hmm. it you welcome all right. to all the people. June, yeah, my birthday, Father's Day, Juneteenth. You're welcome. It's Thank a whole
0: people. weekend vibe. I mean, it's all right together. Your birthday, born day, Flaw. Let's all yeah. say happy born day to uh, Flaw 700. We need yeah. some kind of sound effects, clapping, cheering, some old stuff. <laughs> I got
1: something. Hold on, hold on. All hold right. On, on. I always got something. <laughs> you hear that? Hey,
0: yeah, I can hear it. Hey. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh-huh. So yeah. So well, for Juneteenth, every year for the past few years, like you said, the last three or four years, it's kind of like really been become really been a um, you know, on people's minds. It's kind of like really present. Uh New Jersey, I think, was the first, one of the first states in the recent time to uh, make Juneteenth a state holiday where you're off, and then you know the federal government says you could be off for Juneteenth. And for those people who are not sure what Juneteenth is, um, after um, Lincoln declared that um, captured Africans, us in this country, were so-called free from uh, indentured or um, chattel slavery, um, Uh, Galveston, Texas, the plantation owners in Galveston, Texas did not tell their, um, um, people, their so-called slaves. They just kept them working for two years. And finally, um, uh, a uh, a United States Army general ran, uh, uh, you know, marched into Galveston and said, "Listen, we understand y'all are not following what has happened. You know, these people don't have to work for y'all for free no more." So they told all of the, um, you know, captured Africans, the slaves, that you are now free. And that was two years later. The general came in on June eight, June nineteenth, and thus became Juneteenth, uh, June nineteenth. 1865 is the is the recorded date uh so that's what juneteenth came from but here in this area i have long been uh involved in our um african history and african cultural uh community dynamics and um so for the past four years or three years uh, i have been the presiding um Uh, libation holding space for our African spiritual cultural list um, within uh, this region. So every year I open the Juneteenth celebration here by pouring libation, by making sure that those present, um, no matter what um, hue and what ancestry, that you understand that you have to tap into your ancestry and bring it forth and celebrate your ancestry. So it was a busy weekend for me um in terms of of the Juneteenth celebration um because it had they had a kickoff then they had the big festival and they had several lead up events as well uh sponsored by the African American Cultural Collaborative ran by a fabulous sister LaTarsha uh Burke uh we all grew up together here in Trenton and she's doing some dynamic things with her uh cultural nonprofit for real mhm nice yeah, uh, some people are talking about now Juneteenth is becoming um, co-opted, though, because you know, uh, all right, let's just keep it hundred. It seemed like you know, Black folk ain't had nothing just to themselves, you know, no, and right. so <laughs> and so people are like, well, this is about our freedom. Why is it so many other communities, ethnic groups and whatever I look out on the audience, not me personally, but this is what I've heard, you know, people discussing look out and it's mostly other people that's out here and not us celebrating (laughs) Juneteenth, you know, and um, we have to really be cautious about using a few terms. This may be controversial for some, but, you know. I'm just going to, I have to keep it, you know, a hundred in my perspective in the way that um, I understand life to be. Controversial terms. We have to be very careful about wholeheartedly assuming and using the term people of color, because that gives permission and indeed really benefits other communities when people say that they have programs or they have funding for people of color. If you go and check who they've shared that funding and those programs with the majority of the time, it is not foundational black Americans. It's not us, the people who all of these rights and, you know, um, you know, all of this fighting and all of this marching and all of this, you know, these, um, you know, pushes that we've made to have equal respect, equal opportunity, um, equal, you know, resources in this country, the resources are not really going to us, Black folk, Africans born in America, people who can say our ancestry is African, you know, no matter how long we've been here. So the term people of color is being transmuted and used as a balance, if you will, or a you know relief for the corporations and the federal organizations and the you know the municipalities and everything say, well we've we've contributed to you know the minority or the people of uh, color. Here it is. and it's all folks of other you know ancestry, right? And no shade to them. But the reality of it is there is an intentional, um, you know, cutting out and, you know, uh, overlooking, pushing to the side, not caring, not giving to our community, foundational black Americans. There's an intention. And another term that we need to be concerned about adopting so, um, so, um, so easily is diversity and inclusion. Because diversity and inclusion sounds fabulous, but they don't have to dive, be diverse and include Joe black behind. <laughs> because the term is broad and general. Diversity and, and inclusion is wonderful, but we need gatekeepers. We need eyes on the ground, if you will, to see and make sure that we are not being excluded from, you know, these Uh, opportunities in the guise of, well, we've given to, we're diverse. We have people from this community and that community and this community and that community. Yeah, but you ain't got no Black folk. You ain't got no foundational Black American who fought for all of these changes and these so-called rights and equality to happen in this country. Ain't nobody coming to this country getting benefits that's not standing on our backs. And I've said that a few episodes, I will continue to say it forever and ever because it's the truth. So we have to make sure that we are recipients You know, of all of these, the funding and the beneficial programs and stuff that will help um, us not have to bootstrap businesses and, you know, fair housing, beautiful housing and access to whatever good and quality resources that we help to build in this, these here United States, as they would say. So just be careful about wholly adopting. You know, I remember I was on a committee. I don't mean to be so long-winded, flaw, but it's just a stream of consciousness, right? Mm. Um, I was on a committee, and um, it was several of us on a committee. Uh, the committee, all uh, foundational Black Americans, born here, ancestry here for you know hundreds of years or whatever. And the uh, uh, one of the participants on the committee wanted to include uh, people from a very suburban region, that's a code word, you know, (laughs) primarily, you know, um, white American region. She wanted to include um, their ancestry in this decidedly African ancestry um, event that we were doing. And so she was using the term people of color Oh, we can bring in people of color. And so I'm listening and I'm listening very intently and carefully as to what she's saying about including these people of color. And so I asked in the meeting, I ain't make no friends that day, but let me just say, (laughs) I asked in the meeting, I said, well, excuse me, ma'am, what do you mean by people of color? Like, what does that term mean? And she was like, "Oh well, you know, people who um, do not have um, white ancestry or don't um, profess themselves to be white—I mean, people of color." I say, "Okay, that's—I—I I hear what you're saying. So, can you expound? What are the people of color?" And then she began to name. Um, Asian people. She began to name Latino people. She began to name people who were biracial, but you know, did not identify with one side or the other. And again, no disrespect to any of those people. I love everybody, but I can't love others more than I love our own. And the truth be told, when we put the magnifying glass up, Hell, you don't even need a magnifying glass. Just look out the window with your two eyes or four of them if you wear glasses like me. And mm-hmm. you can see the, you know, the real um, challenges that foundation, foundational Black Americans in this country are having. So we have to love and include everybody in our love expression. But you must, we must feed, clothes, and take care of and uplift and secure the people from our backyard that look just like us. You know, it's just not even up for question. And anybody who questions that is really about your oppression. Mm-hmm. Anybody who takes offense to that is really about, you know, you know, you not getting the notice that slavery is ended. It's no slight to no one else, but there's a song, God bless the child who's got his own God bless the child who cares for his own. And to me, that's what, you know, that's what it is all about. So the Juneteenth celebrations are going on all over the country, which is great. We just have to be mindful that it becomes and it stays, you know, African foundational Black American centered and not be co-opted by, you know, these various um you know, communities or these various initiatives that say, well, it should be about people of color, which was not the case in Galveston, Texas in 1863 or 1865, folk out there working black as night, the people of color was the color. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's, that's my only thing that I caution us about, you know, we're doing great, but we just need to stay ahead of it. In terms of the Juneteenth piece, for sure.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really uh, all you can do is continue to have the conversation. And, you know, piggybacking off what I said earlier, it's just you don't want Juneteenth just to be the cookout day. Right. You know, what we had July 4th for. Like, we we Mm -hmm. know what July 4th stood for. Um, But at the same time, you know, you still have, you know, some people who won't stand for the national anthem, still won't have you, people who just celebrate certain holidays just for having off from work. And the mm-hmm. cookout. But right. this Juneteenth is, you know, what I'm taking from you is, uh, we understand that Juneteenth is now a day off for some, and it's a celebration, but let's not forget mm-hmm. what the celebration is about. Right. Um, and if you fall asleep at the wheel, they'll take right. it. Right. And just, <laughs> it'll turn into another day on the calendar, and the kids that come after us will just say, hey, Juneteenth, and not know anything about it. So, right? yeah, don't uh, take your eye off the ball, take your eye off the wheel, take your eye off the road. Uh, we mm-hmm. What Juneteenth is, and I brought that up because, like I said, COVID mm-hmm. during COVID time, I remember what we were doing. Right. It was an energy. It was mm-hmm. uh, this black entrepreneur selling this only by mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. This black business is selling this only eat there today, and we did that. But do you do you know how black folks are? Right. Year two, year three, yeah, kind of falls off. Year mm-hmm. four, year five, kind of. So we have to keep that same energy. And I hope to see that energy uh, this uh, coming Monday. And also, just to piggyback off what you were saying too, like when you Mm -hmm. said we love each other, and this is a previous episode, but we don't trust each other.
0: Right, Right. So...
1: It's so related to the black business because
0: mm-hmm. we always
1: say when it's time for you know when the, if a black establishment messes up an order of ours.
0: Oh my lord, have mercy!
1: Quick to tell you know tell the world how right. bad, but we, we never talk about the time right. I asked McDonald's for no onions and they gave it to me anyway. Right, or the time they gave me cold fries and I had to talk to a manager to get fresh fries. Right. Um, but if black owned business one time doesn't make the order, the way I say we take the social media and we bury them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason why I bring that up is because there was a big surge, like I said, three years ago when it comes to Juneteenth and celebrating black businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, continue to support those black businesses. I hope you get what you ordered. I hope you <laughs> what we have to do is, you know, the same way we, you know, handle business anywhere else. Talk to a manager mm-hmm. politely. Hopefully, the manager can uh, resolve things and go about your business. But poor mm-hmm. black business does not need a social media post. So you to go, Yeah, I went there too. And no, mm-hmm. don't do that to each other. So I want to see if the energy has changed is because something has happened. We either distracted. Mm hmm. Or um, you know, we just it was one of them things, one of those adrenaline rushes where people heard about Juneteenth for the first time. Because you right. could tell people know what it was, so everybody got excited. Yeah, yep. black, black. But this is an every year thing. Mm-hmm. This is an every day. That's right. You, you kept if you keep the momentum up, um, you know, you you will see that energy. So I'm waiting to see mm-hmm. how we'll react on this Juneteenth Day.
0: Yeah, well, I think a lot of the celebrations were um yesterday or over the weekend and you know again i don't care if it's a cookout every year if it turns into a family cookout every year you know to me that's all good as long as that there is some acknowledgement of why we are off and why we are cooking out you know um yeah Yeah, go ahead go ahead baby i'm sorry Mm -hmm. that's
1: like july 4th they'll always Mm -hmm. you know throw the American flag in there, let you know this is about independence. Enjoy your food, but they'll let Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. any behind July 4th. So we have to, like like you said, continue Mm -hmm. to, you know, put some type of message
0: out there. That's right. Mm -hmm. We do. So we got to stay on it, just like our culture, uh, all in all, you know? Another um, uh, um, celebration is um, Father's Day. So... um, (laughs) You know, I was looking at some history of, um, you know, family, black, the fa- the black family, right? So let me um, let me um, start off by saying that um, the black family, um, any family, is the foundation upon which wealth, which healthy, strong, vital um, communities and villages are built. The family is the foundation. The family, in fact, is um, uh, the first corporation. You know, it's the first cooperation and it's the first corporation. So if you don't have a viable family unit or viable family units intact, then the chances of taking your place alongside the elite, the wealthy, the strong, the vital communities that make up a country, that make up a village, that make up a world, are very, very minimal, you know? It is the same formula that has worked in time memorial, and it's the same formula that's going to continue to work. The family unit is the way in which you create successful, sustainable, family wealth uh health and legacy now knowing that is the formula for foundational black americans and i keep using that term because that's different than a lot of that that puts things kind of in perspective foundational black americans means that our family lineage built this country we were here Been here for hundreds of years, if not thousands of years, you know, foundational. So with the intention of destroying the foundational Black American family structure, it began in slavery. There uh, is a a gentleman named, last name um, Raves, and we can look it up and include it in the video aspect of um, our podcast here who died in 1958 from slavery, but he had 200 children because he was a breeder. He was a stud on the plantations in South Carolina, and he was isolated to only be a breeder. No connection to the the women, the girls, or the children that he you know, the women that he um, bedded and the children that came from those um, connections, you know? And so he died in 1958. We could put the history of that up, like I said, uh, through the video um, aspect of our podcast, which you'll find on our YouTube channel. But there has been an intentional destruction of the black father in the home the greatness of who he is, the beauty and the love and the necessity for him within our communities. It's intentional. Right up from eighteen seventeen seventy-seven 77 or whenever, all the way up to yesterday, to today, you know, Black uh, fathers, African-American fathers, foundational Black-American fathers are the endangered species of the world. Of the world. Because he is the protector and the provider of the women and children. And if the women and children do not have a protector and and provider and the love of a man, who is unto himself a man, then she is the children and the women are fair game for the other predators of the world. And that's the, that is the, you know, undisputable truth of what is happening. I'm taking a pause so you can share floor or are you just like, <laughs>
1: been, over the years I've, heard and experience like um I saw this one post yesterday and I don't think I completely agree with it but the message is mm-hmm. the message where if the dad can't afford the children he goes to jail the mother can af- can't afford the children she goes welfare right. so they built this division between you know mm-hmm. the man the black man and in the, the and the family
0: mm-hmm. um
1: where oh if you want this place you can't bring a man in there with you mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um. so where does the man go after that? In right. a sense like that. Uh, Personally, me, the generation of, that I came up in,
0: mm-hmm.
1: as, as young men, you know, I had a child, you know, 17, 18. I was 18 when he was born. Mm-hmm. And I already knew that I wanted to be in his life because of what previous fatherhood showed to us. So you had mm-hmm. a collection of people born guys born in the 80s looking like this ain't it and this is not what we want for our kids whenever we have kids.
0: hmm
1: And I think for some, it kind of it didn't condition us to love anybody else but the right. but the journey of being great fathers. Right. Because I, I had to sit back and go, well, well when, when was I going to be passionate about being in a relationship with a woman? Right, right. Mm-hmm. I'm more passionate about being a father because of what we lacked. So we kind of go mm-hmm. after what we didn't have. We wasn't talking about. I can't wait to be a great husband. Right, I can't right. Wait to partner, we what we never we didn't talk about. It. We said I can't wait if the opportunity right. presents itself. I'm gonna make sure I'm in my kids' life. What mm-hmm. does that? Like? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Don't know. You're just now. You're at war with a father figure that wasn't there. Basically. Mm-hmm. Be better than my dad. I'm gonna listen to my dad. So the division, yeah, I understand about the division that you talk about. It's something that you think that it's not there, but it is there because at at one time when the mm-hmm. family were separated, it caused so it caused so many ripples to happen that now you're holding on to what you think is, uh, you know, what you what you value, right? But when you value this one particular thing, you lack. Mm-hmm. You can't lack other things. Right. By the time you figure it out, you like, well, how do we get here? <laughs> now, how That's do we right. fix this? But you know, it's up for you know, people like us, um, you know, my generation to have that conversation with the generation now after us, because what it is it what is it that they want? So we're already far removed from uh man, women, and child in one roof, right? Mm-hmm. Because our generation, we didn't give that to them either. Some of them, there's a lot of married black people in the world. Just like you said, don't let the news fool mm-hmm. you. Right, they won't right, show you, right. that. Won't right. show you that. So if they don't show you that, technically, it doesn't exist. Right. Because what only exists is what they keep pointing <laughs> your face. That's right. So you go, what do the kids want now? It seems mm-hmm. like kids don't even want <laughs> children. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like that's, that's now the, the next step. Mm-hmm. They want less responsibility. They want less of everything. And they want to, and they want to do less. So uh, every every generation, there's a different challenge. But it all came from the domino effect of the man being separated from home. And now, what family looks like today is whatever they can think of. It looks like it makes them happy, and that's where we're at. Right. Still, still no structure. Still, Mm -hmm. how many questions? And you know, the podcast, podcasting is great. Mm-hmm. Every podcast, we're all generally having the same conversation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we're at, we're all kind of lost mm-hmm. because of how it broke down before. When, like you just said, this guy had 200 children, he's a breeder. Yeah. So it was a recipe for disaster for us.
0: Yeah. And there were hundreds, hundreds of brothers who were isolated to be breeders. You know, who you know were put a bag over their head and a bag over the woman's head or the girl's head. You know, the young girl. She could have been. Soon as she started getting her period, she was up for it to be, um, you know, to be um, impregnated. And if it was her, if it was his sister, his mother, his dear auntie, it did not matter. They would just make him and push him in the room and say, get in there, you know, and and get it or, you know, you're going to get killed or she's going to get killed or whatever. And that brutality um, is a DNA memory. Like there is the first cell of humanity that was the first cell is still within all humans. That's science. That is metaphysics. That is physics, not just metaphysics. That's universal law. Sales. nothing can be matter cannot be destroyed it can only be recreated and transmuted so the ancient memory of the trauma is why we have kept keep producing the trauma you know and the exclusion and the destruction of the black family is because there is an ancient wound there there's an ancient ancient wound there that we have to heal um there is no man on the planet earth greater than the black man there is not all other men are fabulous and in their own right but there's no man who is as magnificent when he's in his manhood for real than the black man it's just not it's just he's nobody else compares really you well, put I that up <laughs> of course i hope you do agree
1: <laughs> um and and just like you know we were saying if we need a reminder let's just say let's just say you need a reminder i think mm-hmm. that um the assassinations of malcolm x mm-hmm. martin luther yep. King um yep. the panther party whenever there was a time for a man a black man to step up they will let you know it's not happening and they'll yep. tell you yeah we did it yeah they'll, they'll tell you yeah martin luther king was a uh you know it was a hit it yep. was a it was a job, it was a CIA, mm-hmm. it, was, it was this, they'll tell you mm-hmm. that. And, but they know that they can control you with fear so much, they'll look you in the eyes and tell you, yeah, we did it. And the message is don't yeah. don't step up, stay in line.
0: That's and do right. What
1: you, and do what we tell you to do. That's then, right. Live his life and his any one of y'all try to put these families back together, it's going to mm-hmm. be trouble.
0: That's um, right. So,
1: and then you know, fast forward, once again, the COVID era. We had a whole mm-hmm. slew of cops killing black men and boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all would sit around and wait and see, and they'd be like, not guilty. And then we would, it, it, it's a control factor. We have yep. to control them to let mm-hmm. them know that you know, we can get away with this. You can't. Mm-hmm. The big argument was, well, what about you guys in your own community? Stop killing it. Well, I mean, that could be true what also is yeah. true is we pay you that's to right. help us. That's right. That's right. So that's you, right. You to turn around and mm-hmm. you know and everybody's defense is, well, you guys kill each chill all the time.
0: That's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous argument because it is short-sighted as to what is really going on. Yeah. Um, but the reality of it is is that the police um, have never the police were never created instituted for Black Americans' protection. They were they instituted. Were, uh,
1: recapture us, right?
0: That's right. Instituted and created to corral us and keep us in order, you know? And one of the things, um, you know, my thing is, okay, we understand the problem. We Let's be solution-oriented. You know, we could rehash the problem. So many people have talked about the problem of, you know, foundational Black Americans in our country. You know what I'm saying? We just could talk about it. talk. But what's the solution? Well, the solution is move in silence within your tribe, you know. Do what you need to do. Find like-minded people, just like we talked about a couple of episodes ago in terms of building your family wealth. And we're going to be having many more of those conversations. Not everybody in the tribe or in your family can you build wealth with. Same, true for rest- same is true for restoring the family structure. One of the worst things is, is to highlight every move that you're making on this big brother dynamic, going back to, you know, this digital era that we're looking at. Because I know within my spirit, this is, um, this is the uh, same, same scenario in the 21st century as the so-called Pharaoh looking for the Messiah. Who is it that has come to save them? Put it out there. Just give them a platform where they can share all of their greatness and let's see who we need to take down. Move in silence. Shut up. Cut it off. Put it down and bond with your family and grow roots so deep that it don't matter. If the onslaught come, because another branch, another shoot is going to come up. Another seedling is going to come up. Move in silence with your tribe. Because they are watching for a reason. All of this visibility is to our detriment for real. Now, we have those of us, like us, who are planting seeds of love and of healing and of togetherness and of, you know, um, you know, godly direction, positive, high spirited direction. But the majority of it is, you know, world star and some old, you know, nonsense. And that's to keep you confused about what you really need to be doing, you know, you got to put the situation, put these um, tell-alls down, the cameras and all that. You don't have to post everything that's going on in your life, especially if you have young boys, because again, they are in the crosshairs. Our babies, our young men are in the crosshairs. They are who we have to protect as much as possible. And so celebrating back Black fathers, you know, is really um. We have to work through a lot of um, healing in his spirit and in our spirits as black women. We have to work through a lot of healing and just do meditations and visualizations of seeing the men in our sphere. Because you can only really control your six feet, you know, your family extension of seeing the men in our spheres, you know, surrounded and protected and cared for and vital. And shut up and just keep that healing energy to, you know, growing and flowing. You know, we got to celebrate our black fathers. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't. And it ain't about perfection. You can't be comparing your man to another woman's man whose situation was never broken at the DNA level. You can't compare him to somebody else's man. Oh, well, look what he doing. Look at the Latinos, what they doing for their family. Look at the Jewish people, what they doing for their family. Look at the African-born continental Africans. Look how they all work together. Okay. Co- co- what is it? Colonialism is different than chattel slavery. It's a mind assault nonetheless. It's a family structure assault nonetheless it is a destruction of an entire people nonetheless, but it's different. The psychology is different. So we can't compare our foundational Black American men to no other man in the world. Indeed, he is, (laughs) even with all of the brokenness, he still is the emulation. Everybody want to be the swagger comes from this the soil right here and permeates throughout the whole world. All right? I saw um a uh, Joe Coy who is uh, a Filipino um comedian. And I like Joe Coy, you know, cuz I lo- again, everybody's cultures, but he did his comedy show from the Philippines. And he said um he said he just wanted to showed the world what was authentically Filipino. They was doing breakdancing. And wearing a pants sagging. Not that that's nothing we want the world, but I'm just saying. They were emulating foundational black men. And I was looking at it and I'm like, y'all going to just let him get away with saying that? That this is authentically Filipino? It is not. (laughs) Unless... You know, somebody from the Bronx went to the Philippines and got breakdancing and bought it to the Bronx back in the nineteen sixties or seventies or whatever. That's so a, I'm.
1: <laughs> that's the can of worms. That's the biggest for me. That's mm-hmm. the most that's the biggest can of worms is that uh-huh. what we created in hip hop is the biggest hip hop like you you, you put hip hop next to real estate when right. it comes to oh, the family. Come on now. Love. Um, no you know, generational wealth and building businesses, and we and we don't own it, and we created it. It's mm-hmm. like they keep saying, like you like you said earlier, black people can have nothing, and it seems like all <laughs> we keep doing is just re, re keeping invent, reinvent,
0: reinvent. Mm-hmm.
1: But mm-hmm. what we had in our hands before we knew it, hip hop, it is now. So mm-hmm. when you say Philippines or anybody, this mm-hmm. is all they do. The, yep. the the Kardashians, the women. Right. What do they look like. Yep. You need now. who do they dress like? Who do they talk like? Mm-hmm. I'm in the gym yesterday
0: mm-hmm. and I wanted to
1: try out this new gym. Uh I'm not gonna say the name or where it's at, but it was yeah, pretty dope. Yeah. And it was filled with everybody you can think of. Mm-hmm. No matter what race was in there. But you know what they were playing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. Wasn't that one? Other, it was all rap, yep. all rap, and it was inward this, inward that. Oh, but everybody was there. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? So it's it's crossed over. Like the gym had a DJ,
0: mm-hmm. you know.
1: And they were celebrating their new facilities outside what? gym. Yeah, it's just it's an outside gym, and they mm-hmm. was even on the grill. They were grilling what? Your own teeth? I don't know. But they had the grill.
0: Right. They had
1: the DJ and everybody, oh. it, everybody was feeling so good because mm-hmm. the music was blasting and everybody was getting the pump in. All the young mm-hmm. kids had their shirts off. I said, give me, give me a month or two. I'm coming.
0: What are you talking about? You good now, Flo?
1: Listen, I'm 20 year olds and their testosterone is something different. <laughs> <laughs> they are different. They they are ahead of the game. They like Mm -hmm. they don't have to catch up, like you know, some of us do. Like, you know what? They're there now. They're but basically hip hop and so just piggybacking off what you were saying about, you know, Mm -hmm. just hip hop and the breakdancing and everything, Mm -hmm. the graffiti, the slang, the talking, Mm -hmm. everything we've ever invented, we own nothing of it. Mm -hmm. And we just keep going. I mean, we have more billionaires than before, but where do we build Billionaires of sharing product with somebody else. I like these guys don't really own these Mm -hmm. liquor brands, these clothing lines, these stores. These they don't they're not Mm -hmm. 100 owners, own you know owners of anything. But hip hop was actually ours, and it's the Mm -hmm. biggest. Yep. Next to real estate, because real estate has been here since the Columbus came and took it from the Native Americans.
0: That's right.
1: Has been the biggest you know money maker in the United States Mm -hmm. since. It before it was called the United States and hip hop, if you think about it mm-hmm. it's the second it's the greatest thing ever invented and it was ours yep. we did that. Just, yep. just because we just wanted to because of the poverty that we were in mm-hmm. and we just wanted to have a good time you know that better than me mm-hmm. you know, I, I just hear stories about how it started in the Bronx and how it just went from here to, it was the Bronx because they had yep. nothing yep. fires, welfare poor, crack
0: mm-hmm. Then they created hip hop. Yeah. And, you know what and that's, and that's how we've done for centuries. It is the famous saying is necessity is the mother of invention. So our ancestors out there in the fields of Georgia and North Carolina and Virginia and wherever else pulling up cotton and tobacco and everything. And they said, well, damn, I'm out here. Sun up the sunset. It's gotta be an easier way to do this ish. And they came up with the cotton gin, which made the co- the capacity, the work that they were doing less backbreaking. And we can go from time immemorial to yesterday. That even in this last century, who knew that the the way the United States got to the moon was from black women? The ingenuity of black women that they used to call the computer. The collective of black women who put the figures together to allow them to land, to fly up to and land successfully on a whole nother planet was created by black women that they used to call. These are the let's go to the computer. Let's go talk to the computer. Right. Black men. The brother who created the chip that or the, the algorithm that created the Internet is us, you know, and not saying, again, people want to take shit out of context and bill us on some whatever. But it's ridiculous. Nobody is sliding. No other people's contribution. We are just signifying, highlighting and memorializing our contribution. And like my grandmama used to say, it's a pole dog won't wag his own tail. <laughs> you gotta celebrate your own ish, you know? So the reality of it is, is we have to love our men. We just do. It ain't even a question. It shouldn't even be up for a question. We both hurt, you know, we both are, you know, under assault and the tricknology, the trichonery, if you will, is to have black women looking outside of our men for what we need that's the trick out that's the trick connery right is that oh look how they so raggedy child ain't you know you can't do nothing with them and true indeed a lot of our brothers are broken and need a lot of care you know but it's us you know now don't you we can't permit people to just treat us any kind of way but we can't totally give up on our men either. So we have to celebrate and love our black fathers for sure. Not just on one day a year, but the black fathers who are really doing. And I'm gonna end on this point. Recently, um, Mama Yoga Wellness, which is my brand, Uh, That provides um, courses and trainings to schools and corporations and such on mindfulness, wellness, nutrition and everything. We were at um, Donuts for Dad's Day here in the city of Trenton, where one of the schools, shout out to Principal Paula Bethea, we love her. We've had generations of our children under her um, tutelage as the principal of Joyce Kilmer School here in the Trenton Public School System. She's also connected to our family. She and my mom used to work together. My mom um, um, or uh, was her wedding planner and just like all the connection, right? Um, so she had, donuts for dad's day her and her staff at her school african-american foundational black american fathers there was more than 60 100 fathers at that event fathers men black men there with their children where was the media right here in trenton where all they want to talk about is people shooting up gang them up or whatever which is really across the world, the majority, the minority of what is happening, but the minority gets amplified so big that now you have in your consciousness that that's really what is happening all the time. But there was close to, if not a hundred, at least close to a hundred black fathers at that school celebrating their children and being celebrated. And I put them through uh, a, quite a yoga session, honey, let me just tell you. They was not expecting it because oh, some man. of their pants was a little too tight, but <laughs> they worked it out. I'm just saying, like, we got to celebrate the fathers who are doing well, who are good men, doing the best they can. We got to get behind them as best we can, you know, and celebrate and keep looking for the good in our in our men
1: because it's oh. us. I went to a donuts for dads mm-hmm. two weeks ago. My son yeah. had one, so you know, multiple schools are having them. And first off, I was offended. Probably what? shouldn't have been, but that's just me thinking because mm-hmm. um, because the flyer said dads or whoever can attend. Mm. They don't believe in us. That's wow. my I wow! Wow! meaning uncle, brother, because they didn't mm-hmm. just out turnout. Mm-hmm. But then when we got there, I don't know if she was jiving or what, but she just mm-hmm. was like, this is a bigger turnout than the mothers.
0: That's so. how it was, too. At the school and, that... um, It was a lot. It was yes. a lot of men. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the whole whoever can attend, and then we could wrap up this Father's Day, because I want to talk about one more thing uh, throughout this episode. But the... <laughs> I know said we was wrapping up like five minutes ago, but anyway, um, the whoever can attend when it comes to asking fathers to come and celebrate their children or whatever, be present for their children. Um, you know, I, I got into a bit of a discussion as, you know, I don't know why I got all this fire on me in this lifetime, honey, but, uh, I got into a bit of a discussion with some women, um, because, you know, one of the women said, well, um, okay, happy, tell your husband's or your children's father's Happy Father's Day. And one of the other women was like, well, I'm my kid's father. You know, and when, I think when women take that position, it's really a position of hurt, right? It's a position of, you know, disappointment and hurt when you say, well, I'm my kid's father. Because the reality of it is, no matter what popular media tells you, we all need the mother and the father. You just need the balance of energies, you know, and the balance of perspective and the presentation of what each um, you know, person in their personhood can offer. So I was like, well, how could, how could you be, like you're not your kid's father. You may be double duty mama, <laughs> you know, maybe the, your child's father is not available for whatever reason, but, you know, that that I'm my kid's father, to me, is spoken out of anger, of hurt, of disappointment, of, you know, being alone in your journey um, for whatever reason, raising your your child. And I would just encourage us to move to healing away from that. Because then you set up the next generation, which has been done, you know, to not revere, appreciate, respect, or even see the need for the father in in your child's life and in your life as a woman, in your life as a woman, you know. So, you you know, it's Father's Day for Mm -hmm. a reason. Happy Father's Day to all of the fathers who are fathers.
1: <laughs> my father's, my father's out there. My mm-hmm. energy is this. And what time is it? Man, like three, almost four. Who knows if you if you're already disappointed? Because we see a lot of you know, mm-hmm. they just gonna give me a card, an empty card, or they give me a toolbox so I could fix something. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's your day, so right. plan on, celebrate you. And mm-hmm. don't wait for someone, because that was my energy Uh this week. Like I said, birthday, mm-hmm. Father's Day, I did what mm-hmm. I wanted. I didn't yeah. sit around and go, well, just turned 40. And nobody, mm-hmm. or not enough people, mm-hmm. expectations, not enough. I didn't receive as many as I would mm-hmm. like. not saying right. that, that was the nice. Or the specific person didn't wish me happy birthday. Now I'm miserable. It's your yeah. birthday. Yeah, it's a birthday, it's your, it's your father's day, it's you celebrating mm-hmm. a year. Um, the mm-hmm. days that you you know accomplish as being a father, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Father's Day, and that's right, you did a great job this last year. Mm-hmm. You great job this last year to the fathers. Mm-hmm. The father's that I know I don't know if they'd be dads. Mm-hmm. Um, you all did a good job and just celebrate us together, mm-hmm. celebrate you. And nobody should get into your into the way. I think that mm-hmm. um, a lot of times in the process of a black man being mm-hmm. happy it's, well, what's he happy for if I ain't happy, you know? Right, 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 right. Be related to things that have nothing to do with you celebrating Father's Day, but mm-hmm. toxic relationships won't allow you to celebrate small things on your own. Right. Like, I have to do this and with you, mm-hmm. or you have to plan something for me. How do you know mm-hmm. I want? That? Right. How do you know I want? How do you know I want to go to this restaurant and eat that? You don't know unless mm-hmm. unless I told you, or unless you know my favorite restaurant. You know, just there's a few things, but we got to stop letting other people celebrate our lives for us. You know, mm-hmm. I was asked if I wanted a birthday party. I said no, I don't want one. Yeah,
0: we know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no? Right. Right. I'm, well, I, I, go ahead, baby. I'm sorry. You know I'm, saying? I'm, I'm good, but I am going to take the rest mm-hmm. of this day. this pod, I was going to go to the gym, but I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. going to rest. I've been running all week. Yeah. And I'm going to rest, put some movies on. I'm going to relax. And that is Celebration is too.
0: That's right. Whatever... Whatever works for you is the celebration that you need yes. to have. Absolutely, yeah. So I appreciate having that, um, having that discourse about celebrating and loving our Black fathers. You know, um, so I want to take the time to let everyone know um, you can follow me on Instagram at Mama Yoga Wellness uh, and follow our podcast page, which is My M B E, My M Y, like Mama Yoga. M-B-E, Mind, ba- mind Body, Energy, M-B-E. Follow us, uh, and that way you can keep up on the latest of what's happening, what's going on. Uh, for instance, I just created, uh, ordered more of my Chakra Healing and Balance um, books. It's in a workbook format, um, and you can go to my link tree on Instagram and order it. Uh, you can also get it as an ebook um, And we want to make sure that we understand that our our energy is what attracts, repels, protects, uh, and has universal life force, you know, submitting and assisting us with the things that we want in our life. And so, the Chakra Healing and Balance Workbook uh, and ebook versions are going to explain to you how to use crystals, what the chakras are, where they're located, how to use aromatherapy what mantras to use, what affirmations to use to bring your mind, body, and energy into alignment. So um, you can reach reach out uh, to my link tree there. Um, also, please go on to Spotify, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts and like our show uh, and leave us a review. That will really be helpful. We are intent on growing our podcast and sharing this message. Uh, We have a lot of things planned, but most of it is dependent upon um, consistency and um, y'all's interest. So if we gain your trust, your interest of what we are sharing, then we can do more things like meetups and conferences and events, the mind body energy show um, gatherings and such. So we uh, want you to go and um, like our show, share our show uh, and subscribe please to let the algorithm algorithms know you want to hear more of uh, what we are sharing. right Flo?
1: Absolutely share, share 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 that's the biggest thing. Is sharing, um,
0: you know, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. So um, I think um, we can end our show here. <laughs> that was good. Unless you had something you wanted to share, dear.
1: I'm ready to relax. I'm ready you to put, ready to relax. I'm ready to put a movie on and
0: relax. All right. Now that is show sure enough. What's up? Uh, so listen. Take care of yourself. Love one another. Care for one another. And remember to keep your mind body and energy in balance till next time peace and love